Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Coach, where we discuss college opportunities and cultivating habits. I'm Katie. I'm Emily. And I'm Noah. And on today's episode, we are going to talk about last-minute strategies students can use to prepare for exams and finals. Now, we have all been there, especially this time of year. It's rough, especially after a long semester where you feel burnt out, overwhelmed, and ready for the break. But remember to try not to be too hard on yourself because it happens to everyone. But nevertheless, finals are approaching, and we all want to make the most of our study time, which is what we're going to be talking about today. So you probably know by now that cramming really isn't the best way to learn. As academic peer coaches, we talk about study plans. We talk about ways where even previous podcast episodes of how you can be more proactive in your time management and not cramming. So obviously, it's kind of a weird thing to talk about because Cramming is really not our first option, but there are times when we've all been there where sometimes you just got to cram, and the first thing we got to address with that is your attitude. Um, there was many times when I've just felt like, okay, man, why didn't I study for this earlier? Why didn't I take more time to prepare? Um, the, all of those negative thoughts, that's just going to cause stress. It's not going to help you at all. So the first thing that you have to do if you're needing to do a quick cramming for a test and studying for a test is address your attitude. Don't let the past affect the present. So even the best students usually have to hustle at the end of a semester sometimes to prepare for a busy lineup of exams. With that, Noah, have you ever had a cram for an exam? Oh, yes. Actually, the very first time I've ever... The one that came to mind when I think of cramming for a test, the very first test I ever had to cram was human anatomy, biology. And it wasn't so much that I was cramming. I felt like I had given myself a lot of time, but I was kind of burnt out and I was ready to be done. And so the big mistake I made was I, instead of not taking enough time, I stopped too early and I just wanted to take it and get it over with. And it ultimately affected um, my grade. And it was like, oh, bummer. And so looking back, and that was like one of the first semesters I ever took. And when your letter, when you make drop a letter grade that early in your uh, college career, it, 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 it makes a difference on your GPA. And so um, the biggest lesson I learned was don't, you're going to be tempted to just get it over with. You're going to be tempted to um, allow yourself to just forget about it, but take a deep breath, even before you're going into the test and Take time to do it right. Even if you don't have a lot of time, take that time to do it right. That's what I wish I would have done with that first test that I still can remember way back in my freshman year. Yeah, that's definitely some really great advice that a lot of us should keep in mind, especially when it comes to this time of the season. Um, What about you, Emily? What is your experience with Cramic for Finals? Good question. I think for me, I just... It's not that I forget it's coming up. No one forgets that finals are coming. It's always in the back of our brains, right? Like <laughs> yep. kind of weighing on our day. We're like, it's coming. Like we know it's coming. <laughs> dun, 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 um, dun. So it's not that I forget. It's just that I think I have more time than I really do. I tend to kind of take my life week by week and I look at, okay, what do I have going on this week? And then the week is over and I look, what do I have going on next week? But that doesn't work for finals because then all of a sudden it's finals week and you haven't studied and you're taking the test in two days. You know what I mean? And so for me, it kind of comes down to that. And I'll tell this story. Um, This is when I was at a different university, but at this university, I was taking an anthropology course. This was the worst experience I've ever had that kind of convinced me to like never cram again Um, or try to, because I still do it, right? Um, And there were no due dates, period, ever in the class. It was just like a million assignments and a final project. And as long as you had it in by the last day of the semester, 
you were good. And I, as a student, was like, hallelujah, like, this makes my life really calm. Like, I can just kind of, like, do my own thing, you know. And I had a plan. I was really well-meaning to, like, do it throughout the semester. Obviously, it didn't happen. Otherwise, I wouldn't be telling you this story. (laughs) And it got to the last week of the semester, and I had all my other classes and finals to do, but I also had like the vast majority, it's 75% of this class that I needed to get done and a final project. And it was awful. I was staying up all night cramming, just trying to get everything done and still stay on top of my other classes. And it all worked out. It was fine. I'm obviously still alive, but like just terrible. You don't want to be in that situation where you feel like you have so much going on and not enough time to do it because you just feel stressed, you feel frazzled. And for me, I felt just personally disappointed in myself because I know I could have done better. Yeah, I, I've i honestly, I've been there more times than I'd like to admit, especially with one professor. He doesn't give any deadlines mm-hmm. and I've taken him four times and Amazing. it happens every single time where it's just like no deadlines. I got the time that I need to, but you know, I'm taking him this semester and I just went in knowing that I'm going to have to take the last two weeks to just like get it all done. So I've been kind of prepared that way, but you know, it happens to the best of us, but hopefully listeners, you might find comfort in the tips that we will talk about today, even if it's just knowing that you are not alone, especially when it comes to preparing for finals. So before you hit the books, let's review these study secrets, which will maximize your cramming efforts and hopefully will help you to stay sane too. Though not guaranteed. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Step one is to determine what is most urgent. So cut out your study materials down to the bare essentials. And a good way to identify what might be on the exam would be to look over study materials and review sheets that your professor might provide. It also might be a good idea to ask them after a class for anything that they might suggest that you look out for. Of course, naturally, they won't want to give everything away, but they might throw you a bone and let you in on a couple of secrets. And another good thing, too, is to also reach out to other students, you know, especially if you're um, in a class and by this time you've probably noticed which students are really good at proactive, which ones are good at asking good questions. Um, You know, take advantage of that, especially if it's in person. Um, Take advantage of talking with your fellow students and um, maybe brainstorming other ideas of what they're going to be studying for or or how they can prepare for the exam. And um, because obviously, you know, at this point you can't study at all. So trying to figure out from their perspective what they think the priorities are. Um, is is really good too. So finding multiple ideas, but yes, Katie, I'd agree. Ultimately, the professor is the one that you, you best will be, know the best. So definitely taking advantage of communicating with your professor and asking good questions and using the study the study guides is very important. Another thing to look out for are previous tests and assignments. These will give you an idea of what the final exam will look like because normally it doesn't look too different from previous assignments. So you can review questions that you may have missed on these um, or just review the material that you know personally that you're a little bit shaky on. When you narrow it down, you can remove quite a bit of the work from your plate. So it's definitely worth a shot. I really like that, Emily. And I think it's so important to look at previous Um, questions, especially the ones you got wrong. One thing that I'll constantly ask students that come to talk about uh, test taking is I'll ask them if they have reviewed those questions that they've got wrong. Because oftentimes I'll notice for myself and for other students, there's sometimes a pattern. Sometimes there's a certain concept that they're not getting, or sometimes it's a way that certain questions are worded that uh, trips them up. So when you find out those patterns, it's easier for you to identify, okay, this is what I definitely need to work on. Yeah, that's a really great point. Um, 
Another thing to keep in mind when you're reviewing things and you're looking over previous assignments and you're studying is to eliminate distractions and to create what I like to call like a study bubble. Finding a place that is out of the way of friends, family, pets, and other distractions to help keep you accountable during this cramming session. Some things to keep in mind when creating your study bubble is that it's okay to be a hermit during this time. You know, going out and socializing and being around people might not be the best idea because you know, it'll likely keep you from absorbing as much information as possible. So being a little loner and lone wolf is okay because, you know, it's best for what is in the moment at this time and just recognize that you're going to be alone for a few hours, but it's okay because it'll help you in the end. Absolutely. Also, if you tend to study in places like, um, maybe you study like to, like to study in coffee shops, social spaces, um, it might be a better idea to find a quiet spot in a library or in your own home where you won't have to interact with anyone. I remember one student in particular, um, I asked him if he studies in a, in a study area, and he explained the study area, and it was on campus, and he said, yeah, I study there all the time. And I said, oh, that's great. And then later on in the conversation, I found that he really wasn't getting a lot done because it happened to be in a spot where a lot of his friends would walk by, and they'd be saying, hey, how's it going? So he'd end up visiting with them. And so even though it was on a spot that he thought was a good idea, he recognized that because it was out in the open and there were lots of um, of his friends there, it, it turned out not to be a good place. So yeah, definitely be creative on that. And it's a really important thing to realize um, also that your phone can be a distraction too. Um, so turning off your phone during that time, shutting your door, just finding a comfortable spot away from those distractions. Love that. And just on a more practical note, before you start your cram session, whatever it looks like for you, you should also just bring water and some snacks so that you don't have to stop in the middle of your study session. It is the worst when you're in the zone and then you have to leave that study bubble to find something to eat. Your thoughts get disrupted and it's harder for you to get back into studying. So bring a few treats and a drink. Make sure you don't have to interrupt your study time. Exactly. I love both of those points. Um, And the next part of this survivalist plan, I guess you can call it for the cramming session, is to create like a plan of attack. Prepare to find weird ways to remember information that you can use during the exam. One thing that we often suggest as academic peer coaches is to gamify your study time. Use songs, rhymes, and stories to help you remember concepts and to create cues that you can utilize when you're taking your final or you're writing your final essay that you can recall and use during this test. Absolutely. Katie, I think you should tell our viewers here how you learned the, the, oh, the yeah, dynasty. The yes. <laughs> yeah. So in high school, I had this really strict teacher and he still haunts me to this day. <laughs> but one thing that we had to memorize were all of the dynasties of China. And we ended up like creating a beat where it was just like one after the other. It was like, Shang, Zhou, Qin, Huan, Sui, Tang, Song, Wan, Min, Qing, Republic. And it was just like, all of us would just like kind of chant and like stamp our feet. Yeah. And so to that day, you know, however long ago 10th grade was, I still remember all of the dynasties. I don't know what happened, but I know what they're called. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I, I agree. I, for me, I love, you know, sometimes just forming songs, forming raps. Um, I, for me, I like acronyms. And I, honestly, sometimes the acronyms don't even have to make any sense. Just It's just something to remember. Like, I there's a, there's a lot, sadly, that I don't fully remember from my nutrition class, but I remember DAKE, D, vitamin D, A, K, E. That's Those are the fat-soluble vitamins. And it's like, okay, well, what, what does DAKE mean? Is that is that a person? Is that a guy's name? Or It's like, I don't know, but just finding... Um, acronyms to help you remember processes especially or like how to connect points I think is 
really important. So the bottom line is it doesn't have to make sense. It just has to make sense to you. Especially if it's kind of funny. Like if you find like an inside joke about it in, I don't know, high school (laughs) biology, I had to remember like peptidoglycan. And that's the only thing I remember. I don't even know what it is, but I just remember <laughs> thinking of Pepto-Bismol and I was able to get it on the exam because I'm like, what is that? And I'm like, oh, it's Pepto-Bismol, Peptidoglycan. So, you know, just like finding a way to like an inside study joke with yourself or a group of friends that can help you, you know, create those cues is a really good thing to keep in mind when you're cramming. These are really awesome suggestions, you guys. I feel like I'm learning a lot. So um, another good way to study is to involve all of your senses. So you use hand motions. You explain things to yourself as you study. You explain it out loud. Pace around if you have to. Reading, writing, and talking out loud just helps you remember information quickly as you involve more than just your inner thoughts. I actually had a teacher in high school. My senior year, he was giving us some tips on what he did in college to help him study. And he said something that he did was he would record himself saying his notes in his own words. And then instead of like listening to music if he was out walking around or when he was in the car, he would just listen to himself saying his notes. So even just in those little moments, um, he'd have that kind of going in his ear. And all of us have earbuds in these days. So that might be kind of a a different way, a creative way to get the information in your brain, continue to get that going. Yeah, exactly. I, when I was having to prepare speeches, I would just prepare them in front of a mirror so I can see the way that I was talking. And it does help to memorize just finding different ways to, you know, remember the information, whether you use like hand signals or, you know, just like Noah was talking about with Dake, just like these like terms that you can say out loud or see visually will help you as you try to recall information. And the last thing to keep in mind as you cram is to find breaks. You should always ensure that you take at least a five-minute break for every hour of studying to keep yourself from feeling overwhelmed. I actually love breaks. My favorite part of studying is the break. (laughs) Just kidding. Just kidding. Anyways, there are effective ways to take breaks, and then there are less effective ways to take breaks. So if your breaks sometimes look like mine do, it's probably not very effective, and that's when we just kind of get on our phone and we scroll and we scroll. We tend to lose track of time. It's hard for us to get back, and it doesn't actually do any favors for our brain. It makes us more tired, makes us more distracted. So I'd say avoid the phone on your break, okay? Take five to ten minutes, get up, walk around, get some water, do some stretches, whatever you need to do to kind of shake off the cobwebs from your brain, get feeling active again, but just try to avoid the phone. That's my pro tip there. And I, I, I agree. And I, I definitely would add on to that, like get up and also maybe leave the room, mm-hmm. leave that studying environment too. Um, and we've talked about this too with the Pomodoro method where you set a time for when you're studying. Well, part of that is setting that time for that break, you know, having, making sure that you're giving yourself that break, but also like you said, Emily, not making, making sure that it doesn't get away from you. Um, yeah, deadlines, rewards are also a good way to help you stay on track as well. One thing that came to my mind, you know, setting personal goals for your cramming session, kind of what we talked about at the beginning about planning and prioritizing of what you want to do, that will help you keep track moving forward without getting bogged down. Yeah, and going along with like taking breaks and rewarding yourself, just remember to be gentle with yourself as, you know, you're preparing for this cramming. It's going to be quite overwhelming naturally. That's what cramming is going to you know, induce, but it's important that you are not too hard on yourself and just that finals are difficult, but you can do this. And I think also going back to the beginning, take time to learn um, from this. Obviously, we don't like to cram. It's not fun. Sometimes it has to be done. Um, Don't let the past 
uh, affect the present, but do let the past focus on how you can be better in the future. So take time when you're done with all of this finals, maybe take some time to evaluate and say, okay, how can I, how can I plan? How can I create a study plan that's more effective for me so that I don't have to uh, study at the last minute and cram? What, what was it about the cramming session that I didn't like? Um, and how can I do better for next semester? And just take, take time. Don't just let it go. Okay, well, I'm glad that's over, but take the time um, to use those negative feelings that you have about cramming and turn it into positive energy and hope for future semesters as well. Yeah, I really like that. And that's honestly a great way to segue into our quote for the episode um, regarding attitudes, because Helen Keller once noted that optimism is the faith that leads to achievement. Nothing can be done without hope and confidence. The belief that things will turn out well is what motivates and efforts and encourages us to keep trying. And to wrap up this episode, we all encourage you to schedule an appointment with us at weber.edu slash academic peer coaching for additional support. And just remember to be kind and gentle with yourself. Yes. All right. Best of luck on finals, everyone. Thanks all for today, and you have a great rest of your day. Catch you later, Wildcats.